Well, good evening or good morning. Uh, my name is E. Reed, and this is a my first actually show on wisdom. And I am from Reality Radio, which is my brainchild. Definitely, with the name, was an assistance by a really close friend of mine. Uh, however, my name is. Uh, E read E stands for Erica and yeah this is my first show on wisdom Uh, and I definitely want to commend those who have gotten on this application and have flourished to even become top mentors so shout out to Bex a million and Notorious RMG Uh, but For me, what I wanted to do was definitely see if this would be a platform where I can expand being a little bit more on the calm side, which is why this show is called Night Reflections, because I'm thinking about actually doing something on this application where I really just do a reflection of the day. Um, On another application called Stereo is where I host a private room. So it's only for those who are subscribed to me. And it's called Verbal Vomit. And the concept of Verbal Vomit is to allow a safe space to be held for myself or any one of those who enter the space to just vent and release and get it off your chest. Say what you need to say, no matter what it's about. It could be about anything, dealing with social media, things off social media, you know, just about anything, whatever it's going to be, as long as it allows you to release it and not hold on to it. So in that space in verbal vomit, once the show and once the conversation is over, I delete the show. So it's a virtual way that what we do in the real world in the tangible sense where we write something down and we burn it or we rip it up or we bury it or some people will put it in you know an envelope I mean not an envelope a uh, balloon and you know blow up the balloon let the balloon fly away so there's various ways in the tangible sense for us to be able to uh, vent and release and so I wanted to create a space Uh, where we could do that verbally and I wanted to find a way to do a spin-off of that an extension of that where I could really just reflect on the day's events and it allows me to show up for myself if that makes sense because I'm not so much of a journal person Like, I have many journals throughout the course of my life. And even, like, I was looking at two of them today uh, because I keep them by my bed. And then I'm always buying journals. But for me, I do what's called popcorn thinking. Like, the way I, it's like the way I like to describe it. And so if if I come up with something or whatever, I'll jot it down real quick or I'll type it in my phone, in my notes, right, versus every day writing 
like what I went through and things like that, which I know can be very helpful and very cathartic. However, I like to customize what I know I can commit to because if I can commit to it, then I'll show up for it versus creating something or putting something on the list. And I know that depending on how I'm feeling or what I've gone through that day, I may not show up for it, which means I'm going to create I'm going to uh, I'm going to create an opportunity for my emotions to dictate how I move and that's not a balance or an alignment that I want to be a, um beaten because I do my very hardest to be mindful of being balanced with my logic and my emotions and that way I can be emotional but I have control over them because I'm not a robot I'm human and regardless of what I go through and what happens to me I need to be able to have um, a level of control with my emotions so that I don't make irrational impulsive decisions because my flesh feels some kind of way but it convicts my spirit that my flesh allowed me to do something. I don't want that feeling. So I feel like if I do an extension of verbal vomit on from this other platform and I do the extension here on wisdom, which I feel is a is a lot more calmer for me and not so much having to be so extroverted and just out there I can just sit back and relax I can really just chill and hang out you know I don't have to worry about playing messages like on this other application that I'm on where the recording is done in real time however audience participation comes from those who leave voice clips within a minute's time and they can leave as many as they like right and I've been on that app for a really long time well not really long time it's only it's about to be two years old so it's not really long but I've been on there since almost the beginning that the app has been available to the public and being on that application I started off uh, not knowing what I wanted to do, similar to here on Wisdom, not really sure what I wanted to do. And I ended up having opportunities fall into my lap and being blessed with being uh, with doing shows with some great people and basically kind of worked on the radio podcasting personality of who E. Reed is. Right. And when so it did that most of 2020 and 2021 to the point where in a month's time, I was. I was executing up to 25 shows a month. 
That's a lot of shows in a month. 25 shows a month. And in a month only has 30 to 31 days. And one month has 28 and sometimes 29 days. But I was doing 25. And I decided that in 2022, I was going to focus on more solo shows and expanding doing podcasting on different platforms, but making sure that whatever I put out on those other platforms, I am willing to commit to that, which means I have to be realistic. And I have to be realistic with myself because I'm the only one I need to really show up for. Because the first rule of life is self-preservation. So if I'm not happy, if I'm not satisfied, no one else is going to be. Because misery loves company. And as much as we want to fight that feeling, that feeling is going to just spew out of us it's going to just permeate it's going to attract things that we really don't want to be a part of or have in our space and I'm very I I do my best to be very mindful about that and so 2022 I decided to do more solo shows which would actually cater to personal branding versus branding because I feel like brand wise with e-read and readality on you know and focusing on that part of me on that application and others I've solidified that for the most part right and so I needed to find a balance to where I had more uh, creative control because Doing shows with other people, there's not a lot of creative control because you have to compromise and accommodate, right? Because everybody, it has to be a win-win situation. It's not one-sided. Whereas with a solo show, I can move how I want to move and what's comfortable for me. And that's why I feel like for wisdom... I can come over here and do reflection shows. And then by doing them at night, it kind of gives me, I guess you could say it gives me the reality of, or reality. (laughs) It gives me the reality of, okay, this is what I went through through the day. This is what I processed. And this is what I'm going to talk about in that process. And once the show is over, I have a choice. I can keep the show up and always go to the playback and like hear my growth, um, hear me process, right? It becomes uh, emotional evidence for me, right? logical evidence for me to see how I process in real time what I've gone through that day. And it's not to say I would do this 
every day. Because again, I have to be realistic with myself. And I'm a believer in the idea of or the concept of being consistently inconsistent. As long as you do show up, right? Because if people really want to listen to me, they'll follow, which means that when I go live, I I get I'm I would think that wisdom would have a notification feature where if the people you follow, they go live, you get a notification. Or if there's a notification bell. Again, I'm new to the app. I have not really explored it too, too much. It's been in my phone for a while, but um, yeah. So that's that's what I think I'm going to do with this. So now that I've gone through the intro part, I guess you could say, of where Night Reflections is actually coming from and the origin of it all, uh, my reflection upon today, and considering it is still um, Saturday where I'm at because I'm on the West Coast, so I can still say the reflection of today <laughs> versus yesterday. Uh, but the reflection for today is really like I'm, I'm in alignment with my purpose and I'm on the right path and I'm proud of that. That is a, that is a, that is a warming reality for me. And I know this because, and some may not agree with this tactic or whatever, but it works for me. Um, I was, I wasn't into like readings and tarot cards like that, right? I, I was not really, I was always curious, but never really delved into it. Um, never really got a reading or anything. However, on this, the other application that I'm on, uh, I had a couple of readings done randomly just to see what had happened. Right? And they came to pass. Time goes by. Time goes by. I make friends with um, a really great person from where I'm from, back home in uh, the Bay Area in California. And we end up doing, we end up having a, a Sunday night show that we did every two weeks called Late Night Netflix. Because I love TV and film, and I do shows reviewing them, right? And he does readings. So I asked him to give me a reading, and he's given me three, right? From 2021, he gave me three. Gave me one in, no one in September, one in November, and then for a Christmas gift, he gave me one. In December, 98% of what that man told me has come to pass. 98%. And the reason why it's only at 98 
is because of a couple of other things that he said, there's still time for it to come to pass, if that makes sense. I hope it does. If not, please exercise radical acceptance of what I'm saying. Because that is, I take notes, okay? And that is what I have seen happen. And I contacted him and I said, I told him exactly what I just said to y'all. Like 98% of what you've said to me has come to pass. And so basically, if you've ever doubted yourself, yeah, don't, right? Which I'm, I don't believe he does, but I just wanted to make sure at least like make that assurance for him in real time, right? And, and looking at what he said and then based on my own intuition and vision that my creator has given me many years ago and given that I do everything that I can to stay at operating in my spirit and not my flesh because I don't like operating out of a carnal mind. I know the difference between my spiritual mind and my carnal mind. And my carnal mind wants to do everything petty, wants to do everything to clap back, wants to do everything that could potentially create more problems or destruction or uh, hurting of one's feelings, right? In a very permanent sense. And I say that because the fact that I operate mostly from a spiritual level, right? And I see the dynamic of what that does to people and how I affect people and connect with people, influence people, show up for people. I can only imagine the carnage if I were the opposite, right? What's in that uh that Spider-Man movie? Um, somebody said it the other day to me as a reminder. With great power comes great responsibility, right? And because I understand this gift, I don't want to misuse it, right? I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that I'm on point. I'm using it for good and not evil. So that's why in this reflection that I had and going back to the readings and looking back on what has transpired in the last six months, even more so the last three months, and even especially the last three weeks, okay? And how I am really still on my square and how proud of myself I am about that. 
because that confirms that I am paying attention. I am aware. I am alert. I am healing. And that's a beautiful thing versus what could it what it could not be you know and because I don't all the time take time to celebrate accomplishments I now understand it's not that I don't celebrate accomplishments the way it's perceived I just celebrate certain accomplishments such as these right because like on the other application right I'm verified over there I didn't request for it I didn't submit for it um, I didn't apply for, I didn't do any of what you would typically do to become verified on an application I did none of that I was doing a, the, a weekly show because I used to do a talent show host a talent show with another co-host, right? And he and I showed up every Wednesday for people at the same time, every Wednesday. So this particular day, show up per usual doing the show. In the middle of us doing the show, I get a text message from the application on Instagram acknowledging and saying that they chose me to be a verified content creator and if I check my profile I'll see that I have my check mark and whatever right so add to that right where I said earlier how I was doing up to 25 shows per month so I'm getting all of this virtual success I guess you could say right because it's not something I can like hold on to the application could be deleted forever and none of that means anything right so there's all this virtual success and although I'm grateful for it I also know that that's just me exercising my gift so that's not me really putting into too much work because I'm just going off of my natural gift of speaking and connecting with people and sharing my life experiences on and off applications and showing my growth and hopefully it touches somebody else even if it only affects one person that's one person I didn't know who didn't know me but heard me say something and it connected and resonated with them and that could be the seed that gets planted that life ends up naturing and nurturing into a you know a tree or a bush or whatever that grows fruit you know what I mean so that means it was all worth it. So I don't necessarily celebrate 
things like that per se. Like it's good for a kiki and all like that, right? But it's not something that like feeds my spirit and my soul. That's what it is. That's a better way to describe it. It doesn't necessarily feed my soul. But being in alignment after looking at those notes from those three different readings and seeing me hit all the notes that I took from what he said to me and seeing logically in real time, like, oh, that did happen. I did do that. I did execute that. I did do that. This did, you know what I'm saying? Seeing that, that's tangible. That's something that I can say, like, you know what? I can be proud of that. That makes me excited to keep going. And to be quite honest with you, in full transparency, like I've said, I've had this wisdom app on my phone for months. For months. Even to the point where I, this is actually my second account. I have another account on here. I just don't remember the login information. I, I, have, I just don't remember. And I've already messaged Wisdom. Hopefully they can help me recover it. Because I can't connect any of my socials to this profile. Because it's connected to the other one. So, which kind of sucks. But, <laughs> but, um, but I feel like me going over that information tonight and then seeing where I'm at is what gave me like that extra oomph to be like, hey, you know what? Go check out and go do a show finally on this platform. Now, I'm going to be also another transparent moment. I did go on uh, Riff, right? Because on Riff, that on that application, you can play music. And I love music. I'm already on Station Ed. I, I do... Um, I do shows on Station Ed Tuesday through Friday in the morning, um, a 30-minute gospel uh, playlist. Um, I don't do any talking on Station Head. The music does the talking for me because I do enough talking on, on that other application on stereo. I do enough talking over there. And then, of course, by coming over here, I'm going to be doing some talking too. However, I think over here, it's really just going to be, at least starting off, will definitely be what I'm doing now and just a reflection of the day. So today is a great day of reflection, but the next time I do it, I, you know, I might be venting about something that happened. You know, it's, it's just about reflecting on what it is and Whatever I'm talking about, at the end of the conversation, at the end of the talk, what's the moral to the story? Because how I grew up with television shows and stories, right, that I used to check out at the library as a kid, there's always a moral to the story. There's a lesson in there somewhere. 
didn't just happen for no reason. There's a connection. What's the connection? Sometimes we don't know the connection at that time, in the moment. But in hindsight, which can be a beautiful thing sometimes, we can find the connection and the moral after we reflect. So I feel like that's what wisdom is going to allow me to do for myself. It's going to allow me to be... Um, allow me to be comfortable in reflecting in my own truth. Especially the balance of that, given that I do TV show reviews on like reality shows and stuff like that. So if I can have an opinion and see where these other adults should find their life lessons and what they go through based on what is on what's edited in a you know 45 40 minute show right i should be able to do that for myself and musically i found a way to do that hence station head on stereo i found a way to do that verbal vomit But at least on here, even if people are listening to me and they want to judge me, I can't hear it. There's no messages to play to respond with dismissive language. Like, oh, just don't worry about that. Oh, just don't pay that no attention. Oh, just don't give that no energy. Or in and it's not to say they're doing it with bad intention. Because I feel like a lot of times people say that with good intention. For you looking at your best interest at heart. But not knowing that by inviting me to not process the way I need to process... And um, pay attention to what's right in front of my face is not okay. I don't feel like that's healthy at all. I don't feel like that's helpful. Because I feel like everyone's way to process is different. Some people sing. Some people dance. Some people paint. Uh, some people... Um, you know, uh, they write it down in a journal, you know, all different, some people go to, um, what is it like a rage room and they break stuff. Some people go ax throwing. Some people, have, you know, there's all these different ways on how to do it. But what I find interesting is that when I would do that on that application, and the room is open. It invites all these strangers who don't know me, who don't care. And they hear part of something. And now they want to tell me how to feel, how to act, what to do, how to do it. And you don't know, you don't know me or the backstory. And I think that's 
again, because it seems like the natural thing to say every time I'm not a, I, I don't believe that every time somebody's venting or trying to get something off their chest that they're wallowing in that energy. They're just acknowledging it. And maybe getting to the point at while talking about it to release it or find a breakthrough, right? Or some kind of connection. Or it's allowing them to put a mirror in front of their face and call the, call the, their own selves out. And that, I feel like, is a lot better because if you're going to be supportive, right, I feel like if one is to be supportive when they come across conversation like that or someone speaking in that way, the best support could be just listening. The best support could be saying, whatever you need from me, let me know. And if I can provide that for you, I can do that. Do you see what I'm saying? It kind of like sets the boundary and it also validates the person's feelings and words and shows that you understand and that you're listening. And I feel like in today's society, that's really all we want. There's a technique. Um, that I learned from watching that marriage boot camp show on the We Channel with uh, Judge Lynn Toler and Dr. Ish. And there's an exercise that they do at the boot camp, and it's about communication and arguing, right? Because arguing is okay, but as long as it's healthy arguing, right? Not that toxic stuff. And... The technique is called love. Listen, understand, validate. So someone tells you something, you listen. Then when it's your turn to respond, you validate that you understood what you heard. L-U-V. Right? As simple as that is to do. Or as simple as it sounds like it is to do. Do you know how hard it is that for people to do it? Like, really, just think about the last conversation you had with someone, right? I don't care your background. I don't care what kind of family you grew up in. I don't care about any of that, right? Just focus on the, the, the last conversation you had that may have been either heated or... Um, just a disagreement, or maybe it was just a casual conversation. Wasn't a disagreement at all. But when you were talking to them and or listening, did you exercise active communication? Because active communication is where love comes from, right? Listen, understand, validate. So with active communication, when someone's talking... I should not be talking because that's going to allow me to listen. If I listen long enough, my comprehension will kick in and I'll be able to understand. So then when it's my turn to talk, 
I can now validate what the other person said. And I've gotten better at that. Didn't know it was a technique, but glad that, that I know it has an identity of being a technique, right? Know better, do better, you know? Now I can call it by its name. Because I learned those skills when I was a kid. But it was for conflict resolution in mediating issues at school. Right? Who knew that that would be something that is actually taught in therapeutic type situations? As a kid, I never looked at that. But as an adult, I'm just like, ah, I get it. So just think about that. When was the last time you actually exercised doing that? And I feel like that's where me doing night reflections over here on Wisdom is going to give me the opportunity to... Reflect whatever it is I need to reflect. Say whatever it is I need to say. About what I've learned. What I've gone through. In the course of that day. And it. I don't have to listen to the outside banter. And noise. Of anything. Because. Whether there's. One person listening to me in here. Zero people not listening. Or a thousand people listening. If I say I'm going to do night reflections. And I'm going to show up. It's not about showing up for everybody else. It's about showing up for me. And that is a bigger accomplishment. Than me. Doing it. Just for brand value or you know face value superficial value or whatever because I'm, I'm methodical when it comes to me I have to be comfortable that's what's important to me is comfort so that comes from me being a Taurus Taurus Tauruses love comfort we love amenities we love it. We love luxury. Doesn't mean we're not. Doesn't mean all of us are high maintenance, right? Because I feel like some people hear luxury and comfortability and they think high maintenance. Sometimes it's not always the case. It's really about just working smarter, not harder. Making it easier for me, so that I'm not uncomfortable. So no one else is uncomfortable. Right? I can only control me. So, whatever is within my grasp and in my control to, you know, to make sure that's a reality, reality, I'm going to do that. And this just might, this is going to be a test run to see how I feel afterwards you know because the other part of my reflection on today is not only am I proud and 
celebrating. Like I'm really like on the inside. If there would like if I could show y'all like I like you know what I'm saying on the inside. My body is doing cartwheels on the inside right now. You know, it's it's really just giving right now. It's giving it's giving a Miss Simone Biles right now, okay? <laughs> like I'm really excited about what I learned today. Uh the other thing about today that happened is how I am stepping back into my um, natural sense of being unbothered, I guess you can say, while entertaining the idea, or no, while entertaining situations that people probably feel I should be unbothered by, right? And I know that sounded very confusing. So let me explain. Uh, as I got, like I was saying earlier, how some people will say, oh, you don't need to pay no attention to that. You don't need to focus on that. Da, 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 right? And I consider that dismissive language. Because you're not allowing me to be great. And whatever that looks like. You're just saying that because it probably makes you uncomfortable. Right? But with good intentions, that's what you're saying. Right? Which is, it is what it is. So, there are things, there are situations that sometimes happen uh, on social media where you really just be minding your own business and people go out of their way to do stuff or say stuff or create things or defame you or whatever like you know whatever it is they feel like they need to do to tear you down or throw shade or be nice nasty and all of that right and do I pay attention to it I of course I do I'm gonna definitely make sure I'm looking up in the corners to see where the spiders is at Okay, I don't like spiders. There's really only two spiders in this world that I like. The daddy long legs and the peacock spider. And the peacock spider only get good graces because when it's trying to mate, it wiggles its little cute butt. And it's funny to me. It's it's comical. I don't know. Y'all should go on YouTube and just look up peacock spider and watch these funny videos. Somebody made a video where he was dancing to YMCA. It's hilarious. But I digress. Um, so whenever I'm in a room, I'm always looking up in the corners. I don't care what room I'm in. I don't care where, what environment I'm at. I'm looking in the corners because you just never know. Okay. So why would I, if I do that in real life, why would I not do that virtually? You know, because if I see a spider, like if I were to see one right now in the corner of my room, I would get up and I would remove it. I would get up and remove it. I don't know if that's a baby recluse. There's re recluse spiders are in the area that I'm at. So I don't know. That's a poisonous spider. So I'm just going to let it be and run free and not pay attention to it so that I could potentially get bitten? Uh, no. 
So same philosophy, different scenario. I do the same thing with people. I pay attention. Now, just because I'm paying attention doesn't mean I'm going to give it active attention. Does that make sense? So, once I do give it active attention, at that stage of the game, now it's on my radar. But where I'm saying I'm pr- where I've I've also grown at is I've gotten better at compartmentalizing those situations. So I can see a situation for what it is, but not have an emotional attachment to it. Because I look at who the players are. I look at what the main source of um, disdain is coming from or bitterness is coming from. And I can accept that for what it is. And then just be mindful that whatever they're doing, hey, that's on them. That's their karma. As long as it doesn't come and enter into my space. (laughs) Shout out to my space. But it doesn't enter into my area. Then we're good. But once it enters into my area, I'm going to get rid of the spider. I'm just going to get rid of it. Because I don't like spiders. I don't, I don't know how else to put that. Like, no. It's just not going to happen. You know, and I know spiders have a purpose. And that's fine. Like the ones that are outside on my patio, you know what I mean? As long as you're not coming towards my door, go live your best life. You know? Do you, boo? Get them insects. Create that web. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for that. Live and let live. Right? Just as long as you don't make me your your prey. Don't make me your prey. Because then I'm going to show how I'm not your prey. Right? So I've gotten better at that because, like I said, what I've been noticing, especially in the last three months and three weeks, which was also said in my reading, that my patience was going to get tested. And in case, of course, y'all don't know, but know that phrase, patience is a virtue, I'm going to be 100% with y'all. Patience is not my biggest virtue. It's just not. It's, it's just not. And when it comes to where I've, how I used to be to where I'm at now. Oh, you talk about a 180. If 180 was a person. If, patient, if having patience in a 180 fashion was a person, baby, that'd be me. That'd be me. 
I still got some room to grow, of course. You know, I do. But where I'm at, I'm 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 good. I'm good about that. I feel good about that. Um and so in today's in earlier today um I I heard some shady stuff. But I know where the bitterness is coming from from that person. And that's their problem. Right? It's not mine. It's their problem. And I'm not going to own their problem. But I will be mindful that they are active to try to make it my problem. So that I can be on guard and I don't get blindsided which also means I have to pay attention to those that entertain and condone by way of being silent or just looking the other way that kind of behavior because I'm very skeptical when it comes to stuff like that um now one could argue that's a form of me projecting you know just cuz you do it don't mean you know doesn't mean they have to do it or people are aren't going to be like you you know not everybody's like you kind of a situation and as much as a great soundbite that that is and how comfortable it used to make me feel to say that, right? You can't expect you out of other people, right? An epiphany happened with me today where I had to really just look at that statement. And now I call cap on it. For y'all who don't use that term. It's basically, now I call it out as not being truth. Because if that were the case, then how do we connect with like-minded people? How do we connect with like-minded hearts? How do we connect with like-minded minds? How is that? If I were to not expect me out of other people, how do I connect with people who are very similar to me and can reciprocate what I give? Now that rule is not a rule to me anymore. That's an exception to the rule to me now. Because now the rule is I can expect me out of other people. I'm not the standard, but I can expect it. It can be cre- it can be viewed as a boundary. 
where this is acceptable and to be connected to me. And they can give me what's acceptable to be connected with them. And with that, we find a happy medium. So I'm no longer going to say that to people. And I'm especially not going to say that to myself. Because I was really bothered by that when I heard that. I don't know. It probably was like a month ago or something. But I, that was said to me. But I heard somebody mention it to a friend of mine earlier today. And then it just hit me like, that's not true. That is not a true statement. Not entirely. Because the person they said it to, that person and I reciprocate. We have a similar mindset. We may go about it in a different way, but the result is still the same result. You know? And so, that's where I'm at with it. That's that's really that's really where I'm at with that. And I'm happy that that happened. It was it was just a lot of confirmation today. It was. And I honestly feel this. My first podcast was the was a gospel show. I started my podcasting movement on uh, on a hosting platform called Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. I've been on there for almost seven years, right? Dabbled here and there, did some shows. But my first show, first official podcast show, was a gospel show called Psalms of Praise Gospel. And I, I did the whole thing. Like, I did an intro, an outro. I would pick the songs, you know, and that'd be it. And then if I, you know, if I had a recording of, you know, the, a message from my pastor, I would upload that to it. You know, that, that was, the, that was the, the show, right? Fed my soul. And... I noticed that when I did that, doors of opportunity and other stuff started to open for me, you know, and I was really getting into my own as being a content creator, and that made me start dabbling in other stuff like video editing, making my own beats and uh, picture editing and stuff like that, converting I, you know, video to audio, all kinds of stuff. Like everything I create is on is from my phone. I don't use a tablet. I don't use a laptop. Everything I've created in the digital sense has been from my phone through apps, just through apps. 
Sometimes it's taken four to five apps <laughs> to create something, especially when I did a logo for someone. Oh, my goodness, that was that was a little bit of a headache. Uh, but now there's so many apps now that make it a lot easier. So that, that's not really an issue per se. Plus, I got out of that creating logo game. I, I completely got out of that. Uh, but going back to my point, it opened up doors of opportunity and then I was enlightened a lot and it kept me focused because music saved my life, right? And so I know that my creator speaks to me through song. My creator speaks to me through song. My creator speaks to me through um, uh, cert through people at random moments in life. And also connects with me in TV and film. So I pay attention to the small details and the small messages because that's what I feel life is partially about. It's about paying attention to the small details. It's the little things that can mean such a huge thing, right? Um... So, the <laughs> the fact that um, I'm paying attention again, and I'm more in tuned again, and I've increased that ability is amazing to me, and I'm feeling more empowered. By the day. And I know that that is because I went back to doing my gospel shows. It's kind of like um, for those who are, who do know about scripture, I'm not about to go deep into the Bible or anything like that. So, who, if you, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't talk religion, I don't talk politics, and don't do that. Um, but every now and then I will use a reference or a parable or, you know, just for um, connection effect, right? Visual effects or emotional effects. Um, for those who are, who know the word, right? Uh, it's kind of like when uh, Peter was on the water and Jesus told him to come out. Well, was telling him to come out uh, from the boat. And then he got on, he got out, and he looked down, and he lost his focus, and he started to sink, right? So it's kind of similar, very much so, in the tangible sense, in layman's terms, in the carnal mind, where it's kind of like being on a tightrope, right? If you stay focused and keep straight and stay balanced, you won't fall. But the minute you get distracted, you're going to fall, right? So, me going back to my roots in podcasting um, and focusing back on what is going to make me comfortable and not falling for 
the echo chamber of peer pressure of what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, how I should be doing it, all of this. By not, by drowning all of that out, I can hear my voice. I can hear my creator's voice. I can hear my, my, my guardian, guardian's voice. Whichever angel that wants to be that day. It could be my grandmother. It could be my uncle. You know what I mean? Whichever one it is. One of my aunts. But I'm paying attention. I hear it. It's louder than everybody else. To where I can unapologetically say what I need to say. And given the fact that I make myself available. I'm not hard to find. And I invite and encourage anyone where if you do feel some sort of way or uncomfortable about what I say, I threw my hat in the entertainment ring. I threw my hat in the ring to be critiqued and judged and questioned. I know what comes with this. I'm not new to this. Right? I just celebrated my 10 year anniversary of being in radio and broadcasting. Or radio and pod. Podcasting, I guess you could say. 10 years ago, Friday, was when I was. I did my first radio show at KPFA in Berkeley, California. That was the first time I was ever an official radio personality. And I've been doing this ever since. I have not stopped. I've bounced back and forth between doing my own thing and partnering up with other people. And so with this with this this reigniting of empowerment that I got right now, I'm not concerned about making sure I'm politically correct or making sure I'm making the masses comfortable. Maybe it's maybe someone who feels uncomfortable by what I'm saying. Maybe they're supposed to be uncomfortable. Maybe that's a part of their process and their journey. Who am I to question that? Who am I to judge that? I ain't nobody. I don't got no authority like that. You know, I got authority over me. I know what I can bring to the table. I know what I need to say and what I want to say and how I want to say it. And because of that, I'm going to say it unapologetically. You know, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. If it fit, it fit. If it don't, it don't. I'm not. 
I'm not here to be a people pleaser. But it um but I don't mind if what I say and what I do pleases the people. That's a great thing. So yeah, that's that's my that's my night reflections upon Saturday because it is now officially after midnight on the West Coast. But that was that was my uh that was really the highlight of my Saturday, you know. And just being able to be unapologetically me and not be so concerned about the the judgments and the concern of um, the concern of, oh, I wonder how they're going to feel about this. Oh, should I say this? I don't want to make nobody feel no kind of way. Ah, I'm not going to do that. Because if you feel some kind of way, that means it convicted your spirit for some reason. Because I know I'm not a mean, nasty person. If I were abundantly blessed, would not be a part of my life. You know, and that's not to flex or to brag or to boast. But I'm a firm believer in God blesses babies and fools, but he abundantly blesses those who are obedient to their purpose in life. That's just how I feel about it. Which means like, you know, and those are people where I feel like when you see them in action, you're just kind of like in awe, like, oh, they made that look flawless. Oh, that looks so effortless for them. Oh, they're natural. Nah. I'm nervous all the time before I, before I hit the live button. I was nervous before I went on Wisdom tonight. Or now, early, early morning, but last night. As many shows that I've done on stereo, I still get nervous when I go live. Still. But it's not the nervousness that makes me scared to not do it. It's the nervousness of make sure that you are aligned with your purpose, and what you're about to say, and the why you're about to say it. Because if that don't line up, you're going to be out here looking crazy. And I ain't trying to look crazy, right? I'm not trying to do that at all. You know, so... That's kind of where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? That's that's just kind of it's kind of where I'm at. 
And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to even be a part of a community that is going to um, allow me to be unapologetic and reflect and say what I need to say. I'm grateful for an app where I don't have to play messages. Other people's opinions are not helping the content to be better or to have, you know, add value to it. You know, it's really just me coming on here and saying what I got to say. And again, if I'm comfortable with it and my spirit says keep it, I'm going to keep it. And my spirit was like, hey, you know what? You were slipping on that one, you know. Then I might delete it. I don't know. I mean, I do come from old school radio where there was there were no playbacks. You know what I mean? I mean, when I mean I come from old school radio, I mean growing up as a kid. Like, there were no playbacks. You couldn't go to the website and go look for the latest episode and hit the playback. Or go look at what the the song selection was. There was no none of that. We didn't even have the internet. Right? So, I'm okay with that. That just means that it's a hit or miss if there's a playback or not. So if if those who choose to follow me and they choose to want to hear what I have to say, then they'll show up when I come on to hear what I got to say. And it sounds really corny, but y'all got like y'all will learn about me. I use a lot of TV and music references or movie references to say certain things. So, like I'm about to do right now, which is uh, that '80s movie, Field of Dreams. Like, if you build it, they will come. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I mean. It would be unnatural for me not to be okay because I'm an only child, right? I don't have any siblings. I don't have any cousins my age. All of my cousins are eight years and up older or eight years younger. That's it. It's just me and my age my age group. It's just me. So, spending time with me, entertaining myself, encouraging myself, figuring things out on my own, I am used to that. I'm very used to that. That is normal to me. What's not normal is having to ask somebody to help me figure something out. That's what's not normal. Right? But yet I do exercise that opportunity in certain ways and for certain things. Because I had to learn in my 
let's say probably like my late 20s, that I need to be comfortable with asking for assistance. I need to be comfortable with saying, hey, can you help me deal with this? Or can you be a soundboard for this? I had to be comfortable with that. Because I used to be very defensive and combative with that. You know? Especially if it was given to me unsolicited. Oh, oh yeah, it would just be a wrap for that. It would really just be a wrap for that. I would be ready to be like, uh-uh. What you saying, I can't do it? Like... <laughs> I would just take it all personal, which of course I would take it personal, right? Because you're questioning me. But now, I'm like, nah. If I need help, I need help. If you have something to add, you know, to the conversation or to the soundboard, I'm here for that, you know? So, yeah. I just, I had to learn that asking for help is definitely okay. And being comfortable with that. So. Huh. See, I feel better. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. Look at that. I did just over an hour, I believe, here on Wisdom for my first show. So shout out to that. Right? That's dope. Um, see, and this is where it's like really weird because on that other application that I do, uh, shows on, uh, like they have emojis and stuff. So reaction emojis. So like people can clap and they can, um, they can clap. They can give hearts. They can do the fire emoji. They can do the shock emoji. Um, or yeah, what wait, wait. Heart, fire, laughing, shock. Yeah. And clap. So yeah, they, they can do all of that, you know. Um so it's weird looking at the screen and like there's nothing going up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so weird, but I'm I'm here for that too cuz it's about a different environment and seeing something that I don't normally see and being comfortable with that and I'm definitely comfortable with it um now I don't know if wisdom has the feature for us to download this content I'll definitely know like after I finish this because if I can download this content oh I'm definitely gonna put it on my other platform absolutely I'm gonna put it on my other platform cause some of this is gonna be like verbal gold verbal platinum sometimes I be saying stuff and I shock myself like I'll listen to a playback of something I've like I did um and I'll be like wait who was that <laughs> Like, that was me. <laughs> no, that was me, huh? Yeah, that was. But, um, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to uh, take heed to that. 
opportunity and everything. And yeah, I appreciate anybody who came in here and listened um, and rocked out with your girl. Because again, this is my first time on Wisdom. It's my first show. Uh, and I really should be asleep. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Cause Sunday, first Sunday, is my long day on that stereo app. First, third, and fifth Sunday actually is my long day. Especially now that one of the shows that I used to do on Sunday morning, we were on hiatus for a while. But, um, the, my co-host, she wanted to bring it back. And so, on first, third, and fifth Sunday, like I said, is my long day. And tomorrow is a long day because I have an additional show that I'm doing Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Um, reviewing that show Legendary on HBO Max. Because... So this is what I mean about being abundantly blessed. And if you build it, they will come. This is a prime example. Let me just share this with y'all real quick, okay? So I used to do a show called Late Night Netflix. The guy that I mentioned earlier in this conversation about who gave me my readings, he I used to do the shows with him. We did that every second and fourth Sunday night. But then his school schedule picked up. And I'm about not having distractions, right? Especially when it comes to work or school. So if it conflicts, it conflicts, and we're going to put it on pause. So we put our show on pause. But I was still having a void of that needed to be filled and talking about film and TV because I'm a latchkey kid, right? Well, I grew up as a latchkey kid and only child. So TV was the homie, okay? Was We kicked it all the time. So it's just doing what I know, right? But I'm really trying to be like the like the female version of Cisco and Ebert. For y'all who don't know or never heard of Cisco and Ebert, those are that's an old school show that used to come on Sunday nights and uh I think well Saturday or Sunday nights, I can't really remember right now. It was a long time ago. But it used to come on and it was two guys, Cisco and Ebert, and they used to review movies that came out. Okay, they would give their reviews, and based on their reviews, that movie would either increase in money or not. Okay, so that being said, my goal is, hey, some one of these streaming services or networks, y'all gonna pay me to review your content, or you gonna hire me as a writer because some of my storylines that I predict are better than what they writing in the writing room. Just saying. So there's that, but. Back to the point. Back to the story. So, uh, we used to do that show, Late Night Netflix, right? That used to be on uh, second and fourth Sundays. And then I started doing um, my own thing, right, to fill the void called Binge and Rewind. And Binge and Rewind is basically me reviewing movies and TV shows. I give suggestions. I go through detail, I break them down, and I don't mean I just break them down like, oh, liked it, loved it, whatever. I don't do none of that. I, like, really break them down, like, look at detail, costumes, set design, the act, the, the actors, 
the director, the producer, like all of that, right? So I this it's very thorough and detailed. And when I first started doing that show on the stereo platform, like nobody was really listening to me at all. Nobody was really coming in there. Now, I would say in the matter of six months time and six months time that went from practically nobody listening to me to now not only are people willing to pay me to watch shows that I don't even care about not even on my radar for specific reasons but they just want to pay me to watch it because they want to hear my review and they also want to see if they can turn me from eh I don't want to watch it to hey that show was dope so it's kind of like that but hey you willing to pay me for it I'll watch it right so there's that and because of my goal is to have you know these networks and streaming services pay me I gotta start somewhere right so it just so happened that's where it's gonna start that's the backstory. Uh, but tomorrow, also what's happening is not only people are willing to pay me to watch something I don't care about, but still want me to review it, right? But now they want to jump on my show to also review the movie or show that I suggest or that they're also watching. All of this in six months. So tomorrow, uh, I have an afternoon show reviewing Legendary. Um, but before that, I have the Church of Tours show, uh, which is um, a show a friend of mine and I, I do. Church of Tours, uh, come hear the gospel of the bull. All signs welcome because some people be feeling some kind of way because they say church of tourists and they feel like they can only be a tourist to enter the space, and that's not it. It's just that it's ran by two tourists like me and the other, the me and the, my co host, me and Core, like we're a week apart. So we're nine years apart, but we're seven days apart in our birthdays. So it's an interesting dynamic very interesting dy dynamic but oh so much fun just I love really a lot of fun um and it's also a space where I can really just be like I can let my guard down I can let my hair down you know us women y'all can relate to this when you get home and you take your bra off okay you could just you just hang out for guys it's when you take your pants off and you just let you know you you you, <laughs> you know y'all could just be free okay that's that's what it feels like when i do that show i could just be free be comfortable i can eat i can giggle laugh i can be silly I can be serious i can rant and rave i can do whatever i want and same thing with core and it's a comfortable space Right. So I've got that in the morning. That's going to be maybe about two to three hour show. Then there's the show I got, the legendary show, the recap. Right. Because 
we're going to review episodes 7, 8, and 9. Right? So, there's that. That's probably going to be two to two and a half hours, give or take. And then tomorrow night, or tonight, because it's now Sunday, later tonight, I have a show called Love and Light. And Love and Light is kind of like a gumbo pot of a show. The intention is to show, to provide love and light to those who need it and to showcase that the world is not all bad. Things that happen to you, they as much as they may have hurt us and as much as challenging they were to us and being a trial and tribulation, there was something that we got from it. There was some kind of love or light at the end of the tunnel, you know? And so that's what we focus on on that show. And we just have random talk. And people come through, they leave their voice clips, they add two, or they just come through and say hi. Or, you know, they express themselves, they vent, they want to manifest something, all of that. Like, we encourage all of it, you know? And that's not even a show, that is not content that I download and put on other platforms. That content is strictly for that space and that application because that that's a space that's actually for the people, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know, I guess you can say it's kind of like providing a service. A service space. Oh, that might be a new term I I might want to coin if it's not already available. A service space. I mean, like, it's, it's, I can get something out of it too, but the intention is not for me. It's for the people. So, and that's okay, because there's a balance with that, that I already do something where it's strictly for me. And that's the balance that I love. It's the balance I crave. Because operating out of confusion, uh-uh. That's too much energy. That's time wasted. That's exhausting. That is so exhausting. So, yeah. Sunday is my long day. Three shows tomorrow. And then I don't do any shows on Monday. And I'm right back at it on Tuesday. So, yeah. But that was um, that was the yawn for me to lay down. That's what that was. Because I don't know, don't think y'all would want to hear no ASMR right now with me whispering or me eating something or whatever the case is. Although I was thinking about doing that too on here, but I don't know. It depends on what the sound quality sound like when I hit the playback to this. I just don't know um, if that's something I want to venture off and do. Because uh, I am no ASMR specialist, but I have no problem in creating the sounds for ASMR, I'm just saying. Um, 
But yeah, I really appreciate anybody who came through and listened. Um, you know, I'm available on all social platforms. So again, like I said, I do have two profiles, right, on this application. Unfortunately, I don't remember my other login information um, on that app. And so I can't attach my social medias to this profile. So if you are on Instagram, if you are on Twitter, um, it, my handle is I'm E-Read, so the letter I, the letter M as in Mary, and then E-Read. If you are on Stereo, Station Head, uh, Fan Base, um, where else? Or the Rave app, which is where I host uh, TV, you know, uh, rooms to watch TV and movies then my handle is just e-read so the ad symbol and then e-read so either way uh if you're on those social platforms or on facebook it's i'm e-read so either way it's either going to be i'm e-read i am e-read because i think i think it was i think tiktok i had to put i am e-read um but Anything out of that is like I'm e-read, I am e-read, or e-read across all platforms that I'm on. Um, so, yeah, uh, let me know if uh, you ever want to connect or you have an idea for a show or a conversation or if you would like to be interviewed. Um, I will say this. Uh, I won't do interviews here, which means you would have to download the stereo app uh, and go that route because that's where I do interviews, if any. Um, I think I'm going to utilize Wisdom to just let it be an outlet for me versus like a you know a, the outlet that I use on as an outlet that I do like on stereo. Right, because on stereo I mix personal and business. I think on wisdom I just want to be personal, and I think that'll give me my my healthy balance of it all. Um, because then on station ed, I'm I'm all professional because I basically do old school radio where there was not a lot of talking, and I don't talk at all. Like it's strictly all music, you know, from beginning to end, I, I don't talk. Uh, it's not to say that I haven't before, but I found that it's it's just more comfortable for me to do that. Um, let the music do the talking for me. Because I, I create the playlist. The only playlist that I don't create are the ones that actually say Spotify Daily Mix. That is put together by Spotify based on what I've already listened to. So they do that one. But outside of that, if that isn't the title of the show, every single song that you listen to, um, I put that in the order that it was played. So, yeah.
But that's all I got, everybody. Uh, to anybody or everybody who's in here, uh, I hope I connected with y'all somehow. Or, you know, um, hope that I made an impact or shared something where you're like, oh, you know what, that makes sense. Or that's an interesting perspective or whatever the case is, you know. Um, And if you didn't, that's okay too. It's not always going to hit. It's not always going to register. That's perfectly fine. Or if you were just here because my voice sounded soothing. I don't know. I've heard it before. I, I don't know. I don't hear what other people hear. And it's always been like that. But I just, I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people where I've never gotten used to my voice being recorded. You know what I mean? Like as many times that I've been in the studio, recorded music, recorded at the radio station, all of that. Being on podcasts, being on social media, it just never, it never kind of like, eh, I don't know. But thank you if you did listen. Uh, thank you if you sat here. Uh, if you do follow, um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It really meant a lot. Um, and I look forward to more conversations on here with y'all, you know? Uh, but again, I'm me, Reed. Uh, Readality Radio is my baby, my brainchild, right? Play on words, my readality, you know? Because it's about what I've gone through, what I've learned, what the takeaway is, and what growth looks like. When people see me, I want them to see and accept what agape looks like, what forgiveness looks like, what growth looks like, what overcoming looks like. And, you know, I feel like the more I use this app, I'll definitely share more of my story. But if you can't wait until then, <laughs> uh, you can always uh, follow me on those other social platforms. Uh, or, you know, if you do d- decide to download Stereo, you can always go hit any of the playbacks and partake that way. Or follow me on social media and just inbox me. Slide in my DM. <laughs> I promise you I'm really not hard to find. I'm not. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to get up off here. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Uh, be safe. Uh, if it's your birthday weekend or your birthday week, or if it's your birthday month, a happy birthday. Okay? Happy birthday. Because uh, trust me, I get it. I celebrated my birthday last last month. It was epic. You know, for the most part, I must say, very memorable. Yeah? Yeah? Um, so, yeah, you know. Love yourself more today than you did yesterday. 
and even more so tomorrow. Okay? Do that. And if you haven't done something nice for yourself in a while, can you give yourself at least 10 minutes this week to do something nice for yourself? Just 10. You could even break up the 10 minutes. Like, do something for yourself for one minute at a time. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, try and do something. First rule of life is self-preservation. So make sure you always on point and you always align and in check before others. And I know that can be hard for some of us. It can be very hard, Ringo. I know. But I promise you, the more you exercise it, the more it becomes a habit, then a behavior, then a lifestyle. And it's worth it. Because you deserve it. But y'all be easy. Good night. Good morning. Have a good one. Love y'all.